0: Diaz from the springs. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 14th of July, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's been a busy week for the new economy minister, Silvina Bitakas. Right now, she's in the process of reshaping her team, with trade secretary Guillermo Hong being replaced by Martin Pollera, someone closer to the minister. She's also been talking to the press a lot, giving both popular and unpopular statements. During her first press conference, Bataka said Argentina would continue to work towards balancing its fiscal accounts, promoting positive real interest rates and reducing energy subsidies to help ease the weight of public spending. Regarding that last point, the government will move forward with the segmentation of rates for energy subsidies. We touched on that a few weeks ago, but basically, utility billing will now come in three segments according to household income. There will be increases according to last year's wage and variation coefficient, and higher income sectors will have to pay the full cost with no subsidies. Middle and low income sectors, on the other hand, will see a hike of up to 80 and 40% respectively. If you want to maintain state subsidies in electricity and gas rate or check whether you're eligible to do so, click on the link that's in our show notes and fill in the form. In a less popular statement, batakas questioned the use of dollars to finance international tourism, arguing that they should be invested in the local market instead. Her exact words were, quote, the right to travel collides with the right to a job, unquote which didn't sit right with some people. Shortly after, the central bank prohibited duty-free dollar purchases in installments. That includes providing credit for financing the purchase of products or services acquired abroad to be received via the door-to-door service that Correo Argentino offers. It's still possible to use the door-to-door service, which allows residents to receive up to 12 shipments per calendar year in order not to pay taxes the price of the imported products must be under fifty dollars and weigh less than 20 kilos if the fifty dollar limit is exceeded you'll have to pay fifty percent of the value in taxes the main difference now is that purchases made in installments are no longer authorized on tuesday the 12th customs announced that it will be returning more than 3,000 packages to their countries of origin for breaching these conditions. Another measure that the government has taken to reduce public spending is to implement a hiring freeze on government jobs. This means that the state will not hire any new employees as of now. So, if you were in the interviewing process for a certain position or simply considering the possibility of working for the government, it might be time to look somewhere else. In other news, the lithium market continues to grow, and the Chinese battery materials giant Gongfeng Lithium Company is doubling down on its efforts to expand in Argentina. The company has plans to purchase 100% of Lithia, an Argentine subsidiary of LSC Lithium Corporation, a Canadian miner that has Salt Lake assets in. Pozuelos, and Pastos Grandes in the province of Salta. Right now, Argentina has the world's largest pipeline of lithium project. Rio Tinto Group and Zijin Mining Group Company are pouring more than a billion dollars into the country. Speaking of investments... Pinterest is set to expand its digital businesses in Argentina. The social network is opening its advertising program to local companies who wish to place ads within the platform, something that was only possible in a limited number of countries until recently. In Argentina, the app currently has more than 10 million monthly active users who share almost 4 million posts every day. But, while people may be more connected than ever online, Argentina has lost connections to 18 cities worldwide due to an exodus of airlines. According to a study released by the Buenos Aires city government, more than 15 airlines have ceased their operations in the country over the past three years. There were 50% fewer international flights in the first four months of this year compared to the same period in 2019. Right now, only three airlines, Aerolíneas Argentinas, Fly Bondi, and JetSmart, offer domestic flights, compared to seven in the pre-pandemic era. Naturally, the pandemic has a lot to do with this number, but so does the current economic crisis. Somewhere you may not want to travel right now, though, is the Argentine-Chile border. About 200 people, both tourists and truckers, were stranded last Sunday the 10th by a fierce snowstorm in the Andes Mountains. Due to the freezing temperatures, about a hundred people had to be rescued near the towns of Las Cuevas and Los Penitentes in Mendoza, who had been trapped by the snow at an altitude of more than 3,000 meters. Meanwhile, paleontologists in Patagonia announced on Thursday the 7th that they had discovered a new giant carnivorous dinosaur species similar to the Tyrannosaurus rex. The new specimen was named Meraxis gigas after a fictional dragon in the Game of Thrones series and was dug up over the course of four years. From Patagonia de Corrientes. The mayor of Goya, the province's second-largest city, was fiercely criticized this week for announcing a bonus of 6,000 pesos, about 30 U.S. dollars, for municipal employees to celebrate Friendship Day on the 20th of July, a decision not precisely in line with the idea of reducing public spending. The mayor defended his initiative, saying it will help boost the local economy. Speaking of complaints, Hundreds of protesters marched to Plaza de Mayo and Casa Rosada on Independence Day. The demonstration against the government mostly passed without incidents, although there were burning torches, a guillotine, and dolls showing members of the government as prisoners. On Wednesday... The 13th, the main farming organizations also staged a 24-hour strike to protest in demand of tax relief and fuel supply. Due to the shortages, important players in the agricultural industry have been threatening to stop all sales all week and finally did so on Wednesday. Chief of Staff Juan Manzur was quick to question the strike saying it doesn’t lead to anything. In more optimistic news, a 20 year-old student, developed an artificial intelligence system capable of interpreting sign language. Nacho Goriti first shared his creation through Twitter, which quickly became viral. The project is still in process, and he dreams of forming a team with programmers, organizations, and people who are fluent in sign language to continue developing the system. Also related to inclusivity and language, the decision to prohibit the use of inclusive language in schools in the capital, has been taken to court. After the decision of the Ministry of Education of the City of Buenos Aires, left-wing referents and representatives of the Argentine Federation of Lesbians, Gays, Bisexuals, and Trans People presented a constitutional appeal, and hearings began this week. That's it for this week. Would you like us to talk about Argentina's traditional food or folk dances? Let us know at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana.